Hi guys! Hey everybody! How you all doing tonight? Yeah, we hope you're doing great. We are in a crazy time of life with uh, all this social distancing and COVID thing. And now we've started back to school. Yes. And a lot of us have distance learning and Jennifer made a fantastic analogy today on the phone she called me and we were talking and she said it's like I have a newborn again I can't get anything done because I constantly have to give my attention to this online learning and how this works and trying to help my kids in school oh and that has got to be hugely frustrating when you are not anticipating it. Yes, it's definitely been a life change, you know, and uh, don't get me wrong, it's, it's, I like the challenge. I like being able to have a challenge in my life. And so, and being able to be um, in a little bit of control of my daughter's education, but it is definitely, I do feel like, you know, moms, when you have that newborn baby at home and just getting in the shower and getting yourself ready and trying to get a workout in or getting laundry done, um, it's been a very difficult for me. Now we're on day three of complete distance learning and don't get me wrong, my daughter's school is doing a fantastic job and her teachers are absolutely amazing. Their patience, their grace, their understanding, their helpfulness, they have been top notch with, hey, even give me a call if you have a question and I've been thoroughly impressed with it all. Um, but I still, you know, as her mom, I want to give her the best that she can get and I want to be the best that I can be for her and so I you know I want to be there in those meetings and I need to help her on the computer and it's been very hard for me to find just the time to um, wash the dishes <laughs> yeah I told you tonight I said make the kids wash the dishes yeah so you know getting those things in it that are important to me like workouts and I've had to really readjust my schedule and um, I am a work at from home mom as well and I haven't been able to do any work in the last three days and I know that it's just the start but and it'll probably get a little bit easier so I'm you know reminding myself of the positive things to keep myself going but it, it is it's challenging I'm not gonna lie it's it's been challenging and, and I wonder you know how am I gonna fit this in and how am I gonna fit you know that in and um, it's 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 been you know I have those moments where I see the laundry piling up and I get frustrated because I feel like oh my gosh I can't even get the the housework done and because uh, we have you know our evenings are are made for certain things and so sometimes it doesn't happen even after school is over so oh, it's been definitely a life adjustment for me the last 
three days and I knew it would be I just wasn't prepared for how much of a life adjustment it would be well that's why I think your analogy about having a baby is so perfect because you know people can tell you oh when you have a baby it's like this and it's like that and da 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 but you just don't know until you experience it yourself so I don't think I really don't think anybody un- unless you were a parent that has done homeschooling before I don't think any uh, parents that have not done homeschooling before could possibly be ready for this. And even, you know, maybe you're a parent that did homeschooling, but you didn't have to know all these new programs. You know, there was a different curriculum that you were following and it was um, something that had been tested and the bugs had been worked out. But right. this this new program is... Well, it's exactly that. It's new. Right. And right, with right. anything new, there's a um, kind of a trial period mm-hmm. and a mm-hmm. malleable period to work out all the kinks. And so, yeah, we're just kind of, we're all hashing our way through it. But Jen and I are on a date night tonight. And we're back from, we had a lot of time up in Utah, and so now we're back to our weeks here in Vegas. Yes, we're back in the city, and so not having that time, you know, daily alone like we did in Utah, uh, we're back in the city, and, you know, life is going on, school has started, Kyle's back to work. I'm, you know, full-time at home now with my kiddos, online distance learning and trying to figure out how I can go back to work. We've, we got to get back into our weekly date night because as we've mentioned before, that is just a mandatory thing for our relationship. So uh, we have made that happen tonight and that's where we're at. And so what I want to talk to you about tonight, we thought of was encouragement and how encouragement in your relationship is very important in seeing that there can be a need for it in certain times. So Kyle has noticed since I've been back home and I I've only been back home three days since since we've been in Utah I've been in Utah the past gosh what has it been eight weeks eight weeks (laughs) Uh, now I'm back in the city and three I'm day three of back in the city and back to life and he already can see that I'm I'm struggling in areas and he has been very encouraging so maybe you could talk about that babe well i mean you went from being up in the mountains and you know things are a slower pace up there and you know you got to spend time with the kids and it was i mean it's 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 kind of like going from summer back to school for the kids and then for you you went from 
summer to having an infant. Overnight, <laughs> overnight, overnight, everyone. Yeah. You know, I didn't give myself a few days to come home and adjust. I came home on Sunday night, got everything ready, and wham, bam, on Monday morning. Yeah, so it is definitely a change of scenery uh, that you have not climatized to, and so I have seen your your stress and anxiety level just I don't want to say through the roof but your you know your meter your meter has definitely been in the uh, in the yellow slash orange border lining on red yes what key and what keeps me from red is just trying to stay positive and looking at those positive things that are happening with with whatever, whatever it is, whatever is going on, I, I try to look for the positive in things, and that's that's what's keeping me from going in the red. But I've definitely had some moments where I just I don't have that self care time, and so my husband has been very encouraging with his words. He's he sent me videos. He's offered to to do things where like, you know, foot massage or uh, just lots of praise. So talk to people about praise, hon. Well, I mean, this is something that's near and dear to my heart because we've been talking about the five love languages a little bit and my primary love language is words of affirmation. So it's, even though I know that that's not your primary love language it's because it because praise and words of affirmation is mine it's easy well see when i say easy it almost it almost yeah, dis- it's easier it almost discounts it but it's no, it's no. not really easy it's just it's easier for me to do that than mm-hmm. it is um, another one of the love languages. Anyway, I do. I see that Jennifer is stressed and I see that she's trying really hard. And so, um, not only do I try whenever I can to give you words of affirmation, tell you how I appreciate what you're doing, tell you that you're doing well, things of that nature I also your secondary your your primary love language is quality time your secondary love language is acts of service so Mm -hmm. that's something that I you know if I'm trying to knock out the dishes I'm trying to get things picked up I'm trying Mm -hmm. to you know maintain the lawn and you know just stuff like that that I feel like you Speaks my language. Speaks your language and will just help to take off some of the burden. I got to totally uh, change subjects here for a second. So we just, we told you guys, Jennifer and I are on date night. We're down here on Fremont Street right now. We're in a little parking lot next to the container park. And we are just a couple of shops away from our favorite eatery, La Thai. And I just, I see a couple that just got out of their car and I love to people watch, you know, this, uh, this man, he's their, 
obviously not from around here. He's dressed in a nice, crisp Western shirt. He's got a shiny belt buckle and his cowboy hat, and he's got his his jeans on and his shiny boots and his. Uh, I assume that this is his wife. You know, she's dressed kind of the same, but it's just I like to see people getting out and experiencing things together. So I just think that it's cool to see people doing stuff. Yes. Yep. Like us. I love when we get out and do stuff. Yes. It's important to get out. Experience stuff with your spouse. And, you know, speaking of words of encouragement and praise, um, all too often I will be walking around and I just hear spouses that just beat each other down. And there is just no room for that in a positive relationship and so I encourage you to you know a lot of that stuff is based on uh, pride and I'm sure people that act like that they have oh they probably have baggage you know stuff from when they were kids and the household that they grew up in was unhealthy and they were mistreated unfortunately Mm -hmm. Um, but I ask I encourage you that to do some self-analysis some self-examination and if you act like that, you know, check yourself, be honest with yourself. And, you know, that's, you get to make a change. You're in charge of you and take accountability for that. Don't blame whatever happened to you. Uh, Don't, don't allow that to continue to affect how you treat your spouse and how you treat your kids. You know, you get to write, you get to rewrite the script. You're in the driver's seat now, so take charge of that. Yeah, and that's so true. I think as as couples, we sometimes can allow ourselves to, we've talked about this before, get in a comfortable spot where we put each other down, complaining, Forgetting what really attracted us to our spouse. And then we just start treating each other poorly. You know, if you're you're in that place, it's never too late to start over. And it may just be, hey, You did a really good job today, you know, talking about homeschooling. You did a really good job today with the kids. Just that one compliment to your spouse, you know, whether the mom is staying at home or the dad is staying at home with the kids to help with this distance learning. Or maybe you're both working and you're juggling the distance learning in the evenings or you're taking your child to a daycare center that's doing it. You're still juggling this time or well, maybe gonna, it's not even distance learning maybe I it's interject. something else i want to interject and i'm going to take it a step further so let's say you're looking at your spouse and all you can think of is they're not doing anything to help i don't like how they're doing this i don't like how they're doing that 
that's going to come off in your attitude and you've probably been feeling like that for a while like you don't appreciate anything that they do and even if they did do something that most people would consider right you'd probably focus on the negative mm -hmm. so i'm going to encourage you i'm going to ask you to no matter what your spouse is doing no matter how shitty you think it may be I'm going to ask you to look at everything that they are doing and find something to compliment them on, something to lift them up. And you may not get any kind of reaction the first time. You may not get any kind of reaction the second time or the third time, but I'm going to I'm going to encourage you to continue to find something positive about what your spouse is doing, even if it's the way that they're breathing air. Just find something and I guarantee you that after a while they're going to actually start changing a little bit. But see the change doesn't start with them. The change started with you. Mhm. Mm you know, I was thinking about this the other day, Tool Sidebar. Singing about a Michael Jackson song. Started with the man in the mirror. You're <laughs> the right, right? Right? Yeah. I mean, that's really the truth. If if you're not happy in your relationship, I encourage you to look at yourself and look at your position and your actions and your involvement in mm -hmm. your relationship because if you want change, you can you can sit here like a little baby and whine and scream, but if anything is going to change, you got to change. You got to start with yourself and you got to be patient and you got to be in it for the long haul. Mhm. Mm because things don't happen overnight. You know, you can't sit here and go, "Oh, well I did I want I tried making a change. I did this for my wife or my husband and I did that and I did that for, you know, two and a half days and they didn't make they just continue to act the same way." Right. Okay, two and a half days, you can stand on your head for two and a half days, okay? You try to ride that ride that horse for, you know, 2 months. Make a decision to be committed to doing whatever you're going to do for 2 months and then reassess how things mm. are going. I like that. Go baby. Floor's on you. Well, I was just going to say I was going to relate what you're talking about to a personal situation. So <laughs> because, you know, we've told you before we're not perfect. We're sitting here, we're doing this podcast, but we have we still argue, we still have moments, we still have times where we could probably handle things better. Well, the other night, Kyle, you know, he comes down and he's like, "Okay, you know, let's pray." I mean, here's my husband. He just wants to pray with me before he goes to bed. And I don't even know what happened. I just know that I started like unloading. We got to do this and this needs to happen and I'm frustrated and what about this and we need to schedule this and the time for that and I don't know when to get this done. I mean, I just started unloading probably cuz we hadn't had enough time previously to have a face to face time and then before i know it he goes okay well i can see that you know this conversation isn't going very well so i'm i think we need to finish it and i'm going to go to bed you know and i'm thinking to myself 
what just happened? You know, my husband came down to pray with me, which is a wonderful thing, to tell me how much he loves me. And then I just unloaded about all my frustrations and, you know, micromanaging the time and this, this, and that. And anyway, he goes to bed, you know, the next day comes around and then he sends me a video. We, we use this app called Marco Polo, which I recommend it. It's great. You can send videos to each other and you can actually receive them whenever it's convenient for you. And I like it better than texting because you're actually watching the person, looking at the person. There's no miscommunication because you're seeing what they're saying. Anyway, he sent me this really sweet message that was encouraging about how he hopes I'm having a good day and he, I'm, he appreciates how I'm trying hard with the distance learning and appreciating the things that I do. So, you know, that could have looked very differently. He could have holded, held that grudge or from the night before, but he didn't. He, he saw a need that in me, he saw where I was he put his feelings and pride aside and he gave me what I needed to hear in my day, in my life at that time. So if you're in a spot where you're in, in a relationship where, you know, yeah, you're like, I ain't doing this, you know, it's never, ever too late. Even the most simplest compliment to your spouse or partner can change everything. So I'm going to say something to that. So everybody has needs. You know, I have needs. Jennifer has needs. It is very difficult when your love tank is empty to reach down deep and instead of looking at yourself going well I need this and I need that and I want this and I want that when you're it's it's almost like being hungry mm-hmm. and when you're really hungry and then somebody puts a piece of bread on the table you want to snatch for that bread because you want some mm-hmm. it's times like that when you know your spouse is probably hungry too your spouse's love tank is probably empty as well and it's that time when i'm going to encourage you instead of looking at your own hunger look at your spouse's hunger look at your kids hunger and even though you may need this or you may need that look at what they need and if you be exa- be an example and you can act in that way and when you do have needs you could still put your spouse's needs ahead of yours and do some stuff with your kids even though you're maybe tired or maybe you're you just stressed out and you need some quiet time um, if you could put their needs ahead of yours and do that frequently you know you're gonna get fed you're gonna get fed and you also need you know that's a that's kind of a delicate situation because at the same time you do need to have boundaries for yourself 
Mm-hmm. But when it's just kind of your average day-to-day stuff, you know, do do what you can to take care, take care of your spouse, and be selfless. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, it will uh, permeate throughout the relationship. Yeah. Do you appreciate it? That's what I want to know, baby. Because if I you do, appreciate you know, it, 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 then it, all it, my jabber jabber <laughs> is worth it. But if you're like, ah, I'm good, you know, I'll take it. But no, you know, you know I, it's I'm so, not going to reciprocate. No, I do. You know, and it just always brings me back to when you're dating, like that, those, you know, that courting time where you're like, oh, I love you. Oh, yeah, sure, you know, and you're just really positive with each other and you're loving each other and you're lifting each other up and you're encouraging each other and you're like everything that the person has to say to you is exciting and you want to help them through it and that's what it reminds me of and I don't understand why our relationships change as we you know, oh come on! You're know. just you're just like the guy. Okay, I'm oops, changing oops. subjects for a second here. Jennifer and I did a podcast last week, but I was in <laughs> Vegas and she was up in Utah, and the reception was all just cruddy. So we we gotta uh, redo it. But one of the things that we talk about, we started. You know, we've been talking about the five love languages. This, yes. That was actually our first podcast where yeah. we talk about the intro. And I'm just, I'm, this is a segue into that. There's a guy in this book and he's sitting next to the, mm. to Gary Chapman. The story, the story. Yeah, the opening story. All right, he's, you're right. I he's forgot. talking to Gary Chapman. They're on a plane and he's chit-chatting away and he's yep, yep. asked Dr. Gary Chapman, he's like, so what do you do? And Gary Chapman tells him, he says, you know, I'm a, I'm a, a relational therapist and marriage counselor. And the guy says, well, maybe you can answer a question for me. You know, what happens to, <laughs> m- to uh, marriage after the wedding? Because I've been married three times. And, you know, the first time lasted like five years. And the second time lasted ten years. And the third one only lasted two mm-hmm. and a half years. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of what you're getting at, Jen. Yes. You're like, I need I the reminder. Remind me. Well, you're like, I don't, you just said it. You're like, I don't understand what happens. What happens is people take the relationship for granted and they just sort of put it on autopilot and think that it's just going to fly itself to the great destination (laughs) of uh, utopia. And that is absolutely not the case. I mean, it's, you know, a relationship's like a helicopter. Ain't no autopilot in a helicopter. Yeah. You gotta. Yeah, you have to work. You, you gotta work. work that thing. You got the. It's work. Yeah. It's you, work every day. But, you know, it's <sighs> when the work turns out good. It's worth it. Well, yeah. You know, but it's it's, it's work. So I mean, you gotta know. You gotta know and expect that it you're gonna you gotta give you gotta be um 
you just constantly have to work and you have to constantly ask yourself and check yourself, how can I be a better spouse? How can I be a better wife? How can I be a better husband? How can I be a better parent? You know, how can I be a better father mm-hmm. or mother? And you got to continually work on that and, mm-hmm. and research just, you know, hey, things to make me a better spouse things to make a relationship better it's got to, like as sure as you get up in the morning and as sure as you go get your morning cup of coffee or smoothie or whatever it is that you get first drink of water as sure as you go to the restroom as sure as you do these things every day you need to invest some time in your relationship and yes. be on purpose. You got to educate on yourself. Purpose. Yes. You got to educate yourself. You got to make conscious decisions to do things with your kids and with your spouse, even if it's just sitting and talking to them and mm-hmm. just listening and being encouraging. I mean, gosh, if that's all you do, you listen to your kids. What's going on today? I was, mm-hmm. you know, what did you like? Tell me three things that you liked about what happened today. What was your favorite thing? Did something funny happen today? You know, you talk to your kids like that. Oh, they're going to think that you hung the moon because now you're spending time with them. You go mm-hmm. outside mm-hmm. and you kick a ball around or you play hide and seek or whatever it is. I mean, we're, we're spreading things out now because... Are you waving your hand because you're hot? We're running out of time. Oh, well, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. That's right. This is long. All right. Anyway, that's all I'll say tonight. And uh, the parting words are just encourage one another. Encourage your spouse. Dig deep and be encouraging. See the need in your spouse and aim for it and shoot Thank you so much for listening to It Took Seven Counselors. Check us out on social media. Uh, If you're listening to our podcast, please share with your friends and family uh, or somebody that you don't even know. Just go ahead and share it out there because you never know. Somebody may need our podcast. So we... um, we are look, doing this for you guys yeah, to uplift We're you and let you. you know that there is hope and things can always get better no matter how dark they may seem. Absolutely. All right. And we are out. Good night. Good night. <laughs>